happy comic book day observed and happy birthday to the u.s marine corps oh and welcome back all you four color funny book aficionados this is u.s comics cast hq for all things comic book connected we are john and charlie rivera the co-founders of u.s comics charlie happy comic book day observed happy comic book day observed to you and to everybody listening and watching today as always we are brought to you by bad mary band and sergeant finesse gaming if you haven't done so already please smash that like button and or follow button and hit that comment section like it turns blue out of water johnny boy Ooh, baby charlie dropping hints on him of all the things i could have inherited from our majestic parents, the one superpower I never thought would come my way is the inexp my my personal mutant power to win contests. And I know you know all about it. I know some of the beautiful people listening and hearing know all about it. But John, because I'm the gift that just keeps on giving, I took you <laughs> as my special guest. His plus one. To an early screening of Wakanda forever. forever. Thanks to my glorious friends over at Sonic Boombox. Um, you know, those of you that have followed the show for a while know all too well I avoid spoilers like the plague. But part of avoiding spoilers involves going into every social media platform I have and blocking keywords. Part of blocking keywords, John, you got to put the keyword in. That's and true. on Instagram, I clickety-clack Black Panther, Sonic Boombox comes up, and they are offering not only are there going to be three sets of winners that are going to get to an early screening at the beautiful AMC Theater, but they say one grand prize winner is going to take home a signed statuette from the one and only and ever-talented Kano Kid. That is so dope. But I wonder what that type of grand prize... Uh, uh, win would have possibly looked like i mean that was oh you don't have to really wonder something. baby oh you don't have to wonder snappy nappy oh my brand new very good friends over at new town hq yes they they allowed this to leave their store beautiful. free of charge and come home to me that's so gorgeous forever. like what a beautiful statuette i just wish that the artist that was responsible for that maybe had had the opportunity to like Sign it. That would that would take it oh. to a whole nother level. Oh. Which oh snap! Look at that autographed I, uh, memorabilia. I just I honestly I couldn't be more excited. Also, like very goes well with the uh, Kevin Smith in action figures. Like yeah. towers above the little ones, and it's shorter than the giant sure. ones. But it's, it's like still gonna go. They're on the... worshiping at that idol, which is you know, exactly. Like nice... Now you know how we feel, Kev exactly right but john Word. there's like every single superhero movie i want to see with you yeah well, right that's a given and and the, the 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 fact is we don't live that far away but it's far enough away to make sometimes lining up the showtime together like normally i'd be running out right now to see black panther <laughs> on a thursday with the pores like and a, the like uh, and the ones who aren't yeah like you can't win a ticket like get out of here nerd but um we're going to keep it completely spoiler-free, yes. but I got to talk about this flick spoiler in the broadest free, free. of strokes. John, I'm going to throw it to you 
Work. right away of the two of us you were the namor fan sure you were the one that years ago with good personal friends of the show ming chen right and i and i'll, I'll let you name drop our next boy because i know you always tune into his show and he loves all your commentary you pitched forever ago bringing namor into the mcu did it live up to your hopes and dreams well i mean um First and first, mostly, I personally, I'm not quite the athlete nor the man as you are. Uh, ergo, your giant bushy beard and my little measly mustache. But we'll we'll get to the reason for that. I know that it upset Ellis. Ellis might have cried as much as Charlie did the first time I took my facial hair off. But don't worry, Ellis is coming yeah, right back. It was um, only the first time. <laughs> um. But uh, but yeah, so um, we, we do no, don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Before I do any kind of podcasting, I always got to make sure that I'm properly hydrated. So Charlie, if anyone tells you that you are not as good, if not better, because the most recent talks, the ring grabber gets to talk first. If anyone says that my brother Charlie is not as good a prize winner as my mother, they, like George Lucas, is a goddamn liar because Han shot first. Also, as well as Charlie won last. So, Charlie's a champion. A salute, huh? Not go back. <laughs> Delicioso. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, Charlie, just to address your, your, uh, um, uh, your throw, uh, point by point, um, when we first sat in, because it's going to happen again, po show, uh, but when we first sat in with two of the best comic book men in the business, uh, um, Ming Chen and Mike Zabsik, who does it like nobody do, uh, I was more than happy because we were having that initial anti-hero conversation and i was like oh my boy he don't wear much clothes but it's gotta be namor namor first last and every day in between and mike popped bro like mike popped like he was hiding a set of pointy ears under his uh gorgeous mane of salt and pepper um so yeah we we like real i think we initially made that first connection like oh comic that, book nerd in the house that's where you guys namor. fell in love i'd yeah, argue well, we, Gaze at each other across the poker table. Um, yeah, Namor is one of the OGs. It infuriates me. And I'm a DC guy. But look, justice is justice. Right is right. Respect uh, respect your elders. When people talk about like, oh, Namor is just like rip off of Aquaman. We can go ahead and we can line this up. Because for every set of characters that are clearly referencing somebody else or like, you know, uh, an analog of another character. Because, yeah, well, we have versions of that story, too. I mean, U.S. Comics does it. We do it all day. Um, but you at least have to acknowledge, okay, well, this cat or yeah. kitten came first. Who was And firsty? in this case, Namor is the OG. Matter of fact, for anyone who's not in the know, Namor is really the first mutant. He is a straight-up mutant in the comics. It's not so much that he's uh, Atlantean that gives him all... He, that's right, Ellis Namor is the GoBots of Swimming Heroes. 
freaking Transformers. I don't, trying to take multiple toy lines and meant, make one story. I don't think he meant that as a positive, man. I do not think anyone you? in the history of references has been like, GoBot's good. I'm going to go ahead and give my boy Tom Cruise a call, have him jump into leader one, and fly over your house right now. So you in trouble, son. Um, but what the hell was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so Namor is really <laughs> shut up, Ellis. Get out, get out of the chat. Um, uh, Namor is really the first mutant. It's not the Atlantean nature in the comics that gives him his uh, real abilities. It's the fact that he's a straight up mutant. He got a little mega level, even. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, that's just like an ethnic thing. Um, but yeah, I was super duper jazzed. And and look, like anything else. When you have been waiting and waiting and waiting for a certain thing to come out uh, or to drop or for the world to kind of know what you know, you want to make sure they did it right. The first thing that I want to say about this flick is they did Namor right. They want to talk about, oh, he was like really the first name, uh, mutant that they, that they referenced in the comics. Yeah, but also as well as he was the first anti-hero. Sorry, Rock. Sorry, you're sitting on a big pile of Black Adam money right now, so it should be a pretty uh, easy pill to swallow, but Namor is the first anti-hero. The oceans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are about to change. Speaking of Rocky, because you you, you name-dropped the people's champion, um, Tenoch Huerta is how I'm going to say his name, the actor behind Namor, like very much poised to replace if we lose the rock if he just like wanders off into the woods we have a tiny rock i was if if nothing else i feel like someone in production was like can we get namor to raise an eyebrow he Uh very much had like he had early had had young rock rock energy yeah yeah, you're right you're right very much i expected him to just have like a fanny pack and, and a nice gold chain in, with in his turtleneck. In all fairness, it was a little bit more of like a Rocky Maivia vibe. But look, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. Finally, <laughs> the pebble has come back to the Atlantic Ocean. Bow. Bow. But I, I, I don't give a fuck about Namor. I said it in that podcast years ago in front of Mike. Bow, 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 bow. You didn't give a fuck about Namor. Do you now? Oh, well, here's the thing. I don't give a fuck about Namor, but me and Namor? <laughs> that's my motherfucker. Charles what's, like, what's up, son? Up? What's up, son? There is, there is such a like an electricity to this character, and what's interesting about Marvel flicks Not is literally, I feel like... That's Black Adam. Touche. I feel like there is... The most electrifying sea guy uh, in all of the aquarium. The... <laughs> The magnetism of a of a great Marvel cinematic character needs that charm, needs some some of that energy. But the problem is, a lot of them wind up feeling identical to each other. Yeah. Not the case when it came to Namor. I thought this character felt incredibly uh, accurate, for lack of a better word. Felt like he was ripped from the comics. Felt like he was enhanced. For the cinematic style, he fits perfectly in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I feel like they they figured out they figured out how to bridge the gap between what happens in the comics and yeah. what they need for the for the movie universe for it to really feel right. Well, yeah, I this mean, character was great. Namor, or as Charlie prefers, Namor, 
Um, he's had beef with Black Panther and Wakanda in general for forever. So that's not just something that they rooted around in the in the big Marvel toy chest uh, in order to come up with a story. Look, Ryan Coogler, uh, probably the worst thing that you can say about him is that also as well as Sylvester Sloan was not in this movie either. What is Coogler's problem with Sly? Yeah, put him... You I, Honestly, I would have not had, not had a problem seeing him in Wakanda or fucking... Uh, uh, whatever, something Lacan, not Atlantis. I can't believe it's not Atlantis. Is what we're calling it. It is vegetarian option. Um, but see, Sergeant. See, this is where the Sarge. This is where the Sarge shows the ignorance. The Sarge only read about like four or five comics that his brothers like. Eh, go read this, kid. You bother me. Not like Charlie. Charlie had the. Charlie had the wherewithal to be like. John's not giving me any of the good stuff. I'm gonna go get these comics on my own. Um, but Sarge is gonna know. I'm telling you, anyone. The who problem is not... with Sarge is he doesn't give a shit until there's like a water level in Call of Duty. <laughs> Be like, I'm gonna kill a bunch of fish people with He's my like, AK 94G. Shut up, Sarge. I I got the I got the new pointy I got the new pointy ear skin with the feathers on the feet. <laughs> I'm telling you now, anyone who is not uh, I'm not gonna say a fan, a Namor fan, but a Namor respecter as Charlie kicks over everything in his. <laughs> Uh, in his office. Uh, if you're not a Namor admirer, like a respectful uh, admiration of this character after you've seen this movie, then we can talk about it. Then we can talk about it. Sarge, we'll get to the mustache. Don't you worry about it, buddy. There, There's something interesting about Namor. Ellis, Ellis, Ellis you're dropping down the <laughs> list, man. There is, there's what I kind of dig about the character that I think the movie really, really handled elegantly was Namor is an anti-hero, not a villain. And much like, no, 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 yeah. much like uh, uh, Magneto, who leans far more villain than... Magneto a is the perfect uh, like one-for-one one comparison. Magneto has done some like... You're not allowed to come to this hemisphere of the world anymore level <laughs> shit. Like, he has pulled some hijinks on a worldwide scale, and that is precisely what Namor is planning. The, the, what's awesome, though, is this movie shows you the impact that Namor can make. Whereas yeah. Ellis name dropped it before talking to us from the Facebook chat. I encourage everybody join us in the chat pre or post show. We'll, we'll read sure. them all. Paul's um, here from YouTube. We got, we're, we're they, representing nice, pretty good. Nice, nice, even representation. The thing that let's say black Manta did not do in Aquaman was he never feels like a threat. He gets pimp slapped in the first 10 minutes of Aquaman. How can anyone feel like a threat when you're that goofy looking? How you gonna swim through the ocean with a giant hood ornament that's bigger than the car? Get out of here! I uh, I will I will fight you. That's Jamal fine. joining us on Facebook, throwing out that he hey, is in fact like Jamal. Jamal knows. a more fan. Jamal uh, knows. There, there's this film right. is right. as cinematic. <laughs> epic. You can get Spider Ham too, bro. Like why? Why just have one? Be like the little girl with the with the hard and soft shell tacos. Why not both Spider Ham so, and Namor? So John, again with with yeah. holding on desperately to yeah. keeping it spoiler free, I'm gonna throw some yeah, more. Yeah, we're gonna do our very cues, very best. 
I'm going to throw some more cues your way because I think it's stuff that the people need to know. This flick is a film, right? I always compare Kugler to like Quentin Tarantino because I feel like Kugler has a very specific vision and he is not gonna he is not gonna take bullshit notes. One of the notes I feel like was slid across his directorial desk was, man, three hours? You need three hours? Yeah, that's, that's, that's not much of a spoiler. Cats and kittens. It's Meow. a long flick. It's a long flick. And, and I think you can see probably by our uh, jubilation, open jubilation, that we both enjoyed the hell out of this flick. Was it perfect? No. So the categories are very, very important because you do want to talk about a comic book movie, a Marvel movie, excuse me, in terms of like, oh, as a comic book movie, it's a whatever it is. It's a 9.1. As a movie, especially as we're going to like award season, um, it was probably like a strong 8.5. I know rankings are important to you guys. But for me, the way that I really walk out of it is like, did I have a good time? Did they treat the characters that are important to me respectfully and accurately? Because you can change a little factoid here and there in order to make it fit into the narrative that you're trying to tell. You can't change some like major, major stuff. Then, I'll, then I'm going to take umbrage because it's not so much that you're changing the, uh, the homework that I did years ago and kind of like nullifying it. No, no, it's because you're changing what makes that character who they are if you make a superman movie and have him born on earth i'm like mm, you have significantly changed this character and now it's the somebody ninja else. turtles that were aliens yeah the ninja turtles that were really based on daredevil yes yes exactly right <laughs> so john that three hour runtime man you and i are seldomly i'll speak yeah for you jamal, on this, jamal but... you're exactly right bro so for me just really quickly charlie and then yeah. i'll take you right back to you um for me the runtime I was like, it could have been a little better. It could have been a little shorter. But now you're nitpicking, right? You're nitpicking. So there's there to take it to take to strangle that mic out of your hands, uh, which is not how those words work. Not even in that order. <laughs> um, th the one thing I found myself on my ride home thinking about was what would I have cut? Mm. And short of losing characters, spoiler free. Like the spoiler free, there were some characters you probably could have removed from the film whose function in the film was to be introduced into the MCU, in my opinion. I would not have removed any of those characters, though. So th for me, three hours is a long time, man. I like my movies nice and tight. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of, like, an hour 45 is the perfect movie length to me. I'm a big proponent of cutting Ellis. Ellis, you're going to be cut, son. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Literally, John's gonna put some wingalings on his feet and Head out to Long Island. With that being said, I couldn't find myself wanting to cut any scenes, any characters. Yeah, I loved it all, especially since the Marvel Cinematic Universe now serves two gods. It serves its narrative goals for the flick, and it serves the narrative goals of the current arc that it's on so for yeah. me i thought that the three hour it was a long it's a long flick i'm not gonna pretend it's not yeah, it's a long movie i'm 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 looking forward to that next three hours sit down i'm gonna have with it hopefully this longer weekend let's yeah, move over to the to the woman of the hour in my no, no, opinion no, no, no. hold on i think that's a little Do premature it. i think it's a little premature as opposed um, to the movie which was 
Yeah, there was nothing premature. Mature, mature. Um, and even uh, Namor's underwater birth seemed to go its full duration because she was about ready to pop. Um, if you thought Homegirl in Apocalypto was like a couple days overdue, whoo, boy, Namor's mom had her beat. She was, mm, she was holding on for dear life. She did not want to give up that handicapped parking ticket. She's like, no, 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 we can go another day. Um, no, I think, Charlie, before we get to the women of the movie, because that does really take up the lion's share or the lionesses share <laughs> um i think the main thing really that we have to talk about which was addressed immediately oh it was addressed thoroughly but it did not hang over the story the way that this a hundred percent could have and in less capable hands less capable than ryan coogler i think that very much would have matter of fact homeboy did not uh, for a while, he just wanted to walk away from it. You know, when we when we lost, uh, like, one of the greatest acting, uh, you know, talents of this generation, this became a much, much difficult, much more difficult job to do. Uh, and Coogler was like, no, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to make a Black Panther movie um, without fucking Chadwick. I'm not going to do it. So I know as a viewer, I walked in thinking... Two things. Are they going to do my boy Namor right? And how are they going to handle his death? Right? So, so again, we promise spoiler free. So we're not going to talk about um, literally. I mean, he's dead. We all we all know he's gone. Uh, Black Panther, I mean. That's um, even Black, in the first trailer. Uh, so that's safe. Yeah, T'Challa, I'm, I'm referring to. Um, so we know this going in and sitting down and eating our popcorn. How exactly are they going to approach it? Guys, you're not going to be sitting there wondering very long. Before they, that first, boom, Wakanda Forever, they address it, and they address it beautifully. And and also, I really appreciate that, because going back half a step to move forward, a three-hour runtime, I think, less, like you were saying, less capable hands may have milked this uh, conversation. They may have milked this story beat. They, ha- they may have milked what this character kind of went through in between yeah. films and what's really great especially with you, the CGI options and like the costumes like it's a yeah. full face you well, could have you could have gone very like uh, very over the top very cheesy quite frankly yeah. like you going to have him go to like some second rate you know villain that you have not seen before or that's not going to be integrated into that story that would have been such a cop out yeah, and I, I think and, and we're we're in a world where we might get to see a virtual a digital representation of Chadwick in the future because there is a, a, a big multiverse. I, I don't I it. don't think it's um I don't it. think you need it is is what it comes down to. Um I think what's really amazing is finding you, a way to satisfy audiences needs yeah but well, like they... jamal's saying in the facebook chat without being disrespectful without being shallow right. and without i don't want to say wasting time because i'm sure there's a creator out there who could have had a whole three-hour movie just about the loss sure. but this is a through line Coogler, it's a, Coogler, it... i'm sure i had that feeling look when we when we sat down i i don't honestly know of many i should say I just don't know of many people who, who at this point, or, or before he, we lost him, um, uh, at that process was like, 
No, I don't like Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. I, I, you did not hear that. He was just a tremendous, tremendous talent. His depiction of the character was like so spot on. The way that he was effortly, uh, effortlessly charming. How he was like, this guy can mess me up if he feels like it. But like, like an instant smile when when it was needed. So like, oh, he's not gonna mess me up. This is great because he clearly, definitely could. But also as well as that straight back when it was needed that like that that honestly like the royal presence he had that about him he had that about him if he was doing you know uh jackie robinson or he was uh, playing like like a like a down his lock luck uh sax uh sax player you know in a jazz band like that's that was just the dude like it was he was so perfectly cast for it the way that they handle it had to be literally perfect in order for any of us to not walk out of there being disappointed they had to be handled perfectly and i think i think they really did ladies and gentlemen for the second stream in a row yes we in fact are being attacked by yes. bots we continue to grow and we it's a good one continue to it's a good uh, one we continue to raise our popularity to such levels yeah, that people through. are trying to talk you lovely audience members into anonymous and hot, hot sex. John, uh, I, I think I Can think you have we... sex with a bot. I didn't think we were at that point yet in our technological. I don't want to get into my personal life. But I may have to find out <laughs> you know sooner rather than later. It was the it was the this same Black Panther reference. Like, oh, we we made that movie. Oh, let's jump on this. So, uh, again, I think Chadwick is beautifully represented. I think they did an amazing, amazing yeah. job. But um, I want to shift gears and and talk about a woman who I think has had such uh, such a storied career. No she might doubt. be missing some awards. Um, but she really yeah, got she's, she's even missing. more. Charlie, if I may, I, and yeah, I please. don't, I don't want to be the guy uh -oh. that further halts women's advancement. Um, because I've heard multiple times that the future is female. I'm not going to be the guy that's going to disagree with that sentiment. I know better than that. Um, but I think this would probably be a good spot to tell the good people and the better people how we pay the bills up in here. I love nothing more, my friend, than paying so. bills. But I'm gonna give. I'm gonna do something uh, that I hate to do. I'm gonna <laughs> give out some love from free, for free rather. <laughs> Please follow my very good friends and the people who did, in fact, uh, provide me with not only a beautiful movie-going experience. Yeah, not but for a wonderful, free. It wasn't a this wonderful is not a free pop at all. Yeah, exactly. I, I did get something out of it, I guess. Uh, but my good friends over at Sonic Boombox, Sonic Boombox, they host some of the greatest after-parties of some of your favorite cons. Next up is Anime uh, NYC. They are having yes. a big, big after-party. I got to tell you, if you are not after that part, if you're not at that after-party, you're a little bit of a loser, but it is sold out. So settle down, losers. But follow them so you can be there for the next party. Uh, uh, Kano Kid, uh, K-A-N-O-K-I-D on Instagram, the creator of this beautiful art piece. And awesome. Newtown HQ, one of the coolest stores in uh, the entirety of New York. But my friend, uh, I don't, uh, I'm able 
to shill for them because I don't shill for weird bed-in-a-box companies because we're not like other pods who just sell out to some random brand that's willing to throw us a couple ducats because today we are once again brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands and that of course is Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to hear them at the end. In fact, just for you guys, we have their brand new music video at the end of the episode so yes. make sure you stick around. It is oh, hot fire. Awesome. And you are going to want to check it out. I love that. I love that. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can go ahead and follow them at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at BadMary.com for merch and upcoming events. But my favorite part, John, is their whole discography is available on every single music streaming site. No doubt. No doubt. Even Bad Mary might be asking, not so much Space Girl, because she doesn't really care about those things, but <laughs> Bad Mary may ask, where are we dropping? And the answer is, as always, with Sergeant Finesse. You can find him uh, gaming soon to be exclusively on Facebook, but still multiple streams every day. Outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. Um, but now here's the thing, and I do not ever like to see our loyal, loyal fan and friend base upset. So, Ellis, this is for you. This lovely budding stash right here, formerly a bush-like monster that resided on my face. But right now, just, ooh, the rest of my face is baby smooth, save for this little uh, Magnum P.I. in training right now is for a reason I am for the better part of this between now and let's let's say pushing Christmas, depending on how fast it comes in. I am going to be involved in Mo Bember. We're currently in week two. This is two week. Uh, this is a, a single week of growth. Um, but Mo Bember, it's a very very good cause. They they um uh, they go ahead and they contribute to mental health, <clears throat> suicide prevention, prostate cancer, uh, testicular cancer since 2003. Movember has funded more than uh, 1,250 men's health projects around the world, challenging the status quo, their words, uh, shaking up men's health and research, transforming the way health services reach and support men. Uh, I've been doing it exclusively in my own social medias, but maybe, uh, maybe we'll throw one out there on the U.S. Comics page if you guys are interested. <sighs> this stash ain't for free, baby. It's not like uh, Wakanda Forever tickets to Charlie. This stash is going to cost you. Here, here's what we're going to do. This year, I am not going to shave to match. Sorry, Ellis. Uh, <laughs> I do think next year I am going to join on. However, I got something I didn't even tell John about. If you go ahead, you like us on social media. You have to like us on Facebook and Instagram. I will check. If you donate using any of the links, because John isn't doing specific to him, we just want money donated just to, to the, them. Just to the cause. Just to the cause. If you prove, if you send me the receipt, from donating to the cause, if it's a dollar, if it's a hundred dollars, I will send you a very special prize from my pile of Ghostbuster stuff, up to and including a brand new patch that has not been released yet. Where, oh, that's where, awesome, where it's a fifteen dollar value. I'm gonna send it out for free. All you have to do is you have to donate. And you have to follow us on social media and then just send us proof. So that go ahead awesome. and uh, and it could be a comment. It could be a DM. I'm going to do it. The prizes are going to be awesome. And one of you, I'm going to just throw all sorts of stuff in a little bubble mailer. Very could include nice. pins, patches, stickers. It's going to be a whole lot. Uh, because, frankly, you guys are worth it. And I think it's a hell of a cause. And my brother's oh, face yeah. is fucking freezing. This doesn't John! just happen. This doesn't just happen. 
Charlie, my... if I may segue, because I know you yes, are... Yes, do it. Uh, you are auditioning constantly for Channel 12. Um, would I say that the worst thing about mustaches like this is that they can't be grown by most women. So I think we have come to the part of the program it's that just Charlie, the Italians. Char- whoa, 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 whoa. Has the, has the, 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 the events of Wakanda Forever not made you more sensitive to these race wars? What is wrong with you, Charlie? No, bro, oh, I'm going God, full clearly. no more, baby. Everyone knows it's the Greeks... Anyways, I think the real issue is we have come to the part of the program where we are putting the ladies where they belong up on that pedestal, really for both um, for both Wakanda and Tolokan. Is that what we decided? Correct. Not, not, I can't believe it's not Atlantis. I, yeah, I, I, it's, this is, uh, I think it's better. But Tolokan, Tolokan, we'll, we'll go let's, with that. Let's start with Angela Bassett, yeah, who just queen. had... Queen, the the Queen Ramonda, um, she crushed it. I, I yeah, she is a magnetic watch. Um, this film gives her a lot to do. Yeah, she has a lot of. Uh, in the pre-show, uh, we kind of uh, we compared her to a certain uh, musical star. Just the spits of flying. Uh, she has oh, a yeah, lot yeah. to say. She has a lot to do. She, she, she could is very have been passionate. Hamilton. Um, but rightfully so, man. Like she, she, she really ran the gamut of like emotions and and actions, and you know, like she, like she, she, she did not have a single word that I would have cut to affect runtime. Like when she spoke, it was for a very, very specific reason. It was always advancing the plot. Um, her particular scenes, like you can tell, like she, you know, other performers must just love the bejesus uh working with her because she's like a very giving uh, actor but on do you the think same it's token, intimidating just seeing the queen do you think it's like i feel like that first day working with her would be like i gotta fucking up my game and very specifically there's a scene i think it's in the second trailer but i never saw the second trailer hmm. but there's there's a, a scene oh, between be that guy. Oh, queen uh queen ramonda and uh and namor that I felt like, and I think he's great throughout the whole flick, when they have their kind of one-on-one convo, I, I fucking sat up in my very comfortable chair. And I was like, oh, oh! Yeah. Like, it, like, well, you knew this was going to be very important. This was not like, hey, how's the water today? <laughs> like, this is going to be a very important conversation. And you're talking about, you're talking about being a fly on the proverbial wall for a conversation between the leaders of not just two countries, but like debatably the two most important, the two biggest superpowers that the planet knows. Um, yeah, no, I, I I completely agree with you. Now, Charlie, I I don't I'm not gonna try to uh, rip focus away at all, but you know who the first first character, uh, first actor, first whatever uh, that came to my to my mind was uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Because um, when when we do get to see her, she's a little bit outside of the group, and uh, circumstances have her speaking the most fluent, the most beautiful Spanish that I have heard off of Telemundo. If I'm just, being totally honest, just so Holy everyone cow, catches she up, she was 
spitting that Spanish perfectly, son. And, Beautiful. And, and this and this is uh, is Nakia, who was uh, who was T'Challa's uh, ex uh, in the first Black Panther. His, his they paramour. get back together. His his yes. his on on again off again um, a lady friend. Um, so yeah, so I mean, we 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 already knew her as an actor going into the all of these uh, movies, Academy Award winner and uh, the whole nine yards. But like to me, like I knew, okay, this is a very very talented individual. Um, but truly, hearing her spit perfect, beautiful, eloquent Spanish, I I really sat back. I'm like, God damn, look at her. It's like you are talk you about, are. That's like when an actor learns perfect guitar. Because they're doing some kind of like rock bio. But I was totally wrong, Charlie. You know why I was totally wrong? And in this particular case, surprisingly ignorant. She's part of the tribe, baby. A fit. She's I part mean, of she, our tribe. She's claimed, well, kind of, sort of, but like close enough the to Latin, rock and roll. The Latinx tribe. So, so it turns out Lupita uh, was actually born in Mexico City and lived there for the first three years of her life so she was born in mexico city um of kenyan parents however she she says herself she's like well no i i identify as kenyan uh, mexican kenyan i'm like that is that is awesome like that is so fucking cool uh and it, obviously again it makes perfect sense that her spanish is yeah far better than mine you, you know what's cooler than that though for me is that you can put her in like you could cover the bottom of her face and just her eyeball, eyebrow acting. Yeah, she's good. Gets at her awards. Actor, yeah. John, the fucking emotion that Lupita. Oof. First of all, it's every emotion. Uh, uh, Nakia in this movie, heartbreak, has love, is funny, is a badass, is a fucking straight up ass she's kicker at she's times. I would watch. I, not not only did I love a three hour Black Panther movie, <laughs> fucking sign me up for Nakia the whatever the Nakia the musical, Nakia the breakfast cereal, she Nakia the flamethrower, <laughs> Nakia, Nakia fucking crushes it. She, she does such she an amazing job. Now what's what's great about that, and I loved her in the first one, but she reached badass levels yeah. of in the first movie comparable. To Okoye, who of course is back. Uh, Danya Guria, um, once again. Uh, I, I first learned about this actor when they were in Walking Dead as Michonne. Okoye once again proves and, and leads the charge for her crew of badasses. The one thing, I, I'm going to use this as an opportunity before I kick it to you about your feelings on Okoye hmm. and the door, uh, the, the, the doormate. I always screw this up. The crew is called what? The Dory Milaje? I always mess it up. If you don't yeah, mind that's, fact that's checking definitely, me. That sounds Close right. enough? Yeah. The scene in Avengers Endgame that gave me exclusively douche chills. I am a supporter of women. I'm a supporter of most of the uh, actors in the Marvel movies. The girl power scene in Endgame is the douche chilliest we're like the four <laughs> girls are together all all women i love and respect right. are together they're like we got this eat a bag of balls <laughs> compared to the door melage the door melage are badasses that happen to all likely share the same 
bits of genitalia. Fact is, I don't know. I didn't go that deep in anyone's sure. IMDb. And, and good luck to you if you try to find out, because <laughs> oh, they would yeah. straight mess you up, son. You know, there there is something, there is something so the magnetism of a lot of these performers. The last few that no. we have mentioned, um, Okoye once again able to do it all in this flick. Yeah, if you sure. don't leave, like there are little boys across the country. The last amazing thing that the first Black Panther did, suddenly you saw all sorts of different colored people, all sorts of different uh, yeah, uh, sexes and ages rocking the Black Panther suit with pride. If you yeah. don't at least a little bit want to be a member of the Dora Milaje, you're a nerd. Like oh, they're so even fucking better, cool. You know how I'm going to put this, Charlie? And I think that this is the ultimate uh, question this is like the ultimate uh, um, marker of whether a comic book property I don't care if it's a movie if it's a TV show if it's a straight comic book which they actually still make guys they still make comic books in paper go check them out please um, but I always feel like the marker of a successful uh, comic book story is at any point in the near future are there little kids going to be dressing up on their own accord, like this particular character or that particular character, and just running around the house. And you're you're 100% right when you say, yeah, there's going to be a bunch of little kids running around. They're probably not going to shave their heads, but slicking their hair backs and like talking about the dormelage-ish. Uh, because those are some bad mamba-jambas, dude. Bad well, to give to, to throw out the other two... Uh, bad mamajamas of the uh, Dora <laughs> Milaje that get a lot of focus. They get a lot to do. Um, I would absolutely watch a Dora Milaje flick as well. Sign me up for all these. Um, yeah, you're Ayo, right, Jamal. You're right. <laughs> Ayo and uh, Anakia, I believe it's pronounced. Uh, Florence Kasumba and Michela Cole um, crush it. They get Charlie, so much to do, just, but I... Just ethnically pronouncing names like he... You really want to be a newscaster. I tried my It took me a best. long time to realize what is Charlie's blue fairy wish. And now <laughs> I, we know what it is. I didn't know I wanted it either until I started going down that road. Tonight's weather, fucking wild. Uh, but Ayoye uh, 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 and Anika fucking crush it. They get a lot more to do. Um, again, they are... They are for, I don't mean this in the weird gender-specific way. Uh, they're the go. fucking, they're the Powerpuff Girls. This flick, they are whooping ass. They are taking names. They're very, very. What I loved about it, they all very much got their own. It's true, Jamal. I'm, <laughs> I'm an ignoranus. Yeah, but you know, what, though, he does it with so much gusto that it's, it's just. I find it charming. And it's and it's with all the fucking <laughs> love, but but they absolutely crush it. Let's move over to a character. Um, out of the comic book characters that yeah. hop into live action, yes, there is one character above all else I have never given a fuck about before. Plastic the character, plastic. no, I love plastic. Oh, the oh. character Ugh. that had the most, the most to do to get me to give a shit, and that's of course Riri Williams, as played by Dominique Thorne. Yes, John. Let's go Ironheart, bro. You I'm fucking in. She rules. What's funny is... All right, so I'm going to rewind my emotions a, a little bit, okay? Um, I'm, I'm, while I'm a DC Comics guy, I'm, I'm really all about the MCU. I mean, 
I don't want to be the one person out of like two billion who like, <laughs> no, nah, I don't watch Marvel movies. If nothing else, I gotta watch them to see what everybody's talking about. Uh, so if if necessary, I can naysay, but the MCU from day one has not really given me um, that opportunity because even even more so than uh, the Incredible Hulk with with Norton. The, the the first Iron Man, right? The first Iron Man did something that really the, the better superheroes, the better superhero stories should all do, right? They they accomplished a goal that most people sat back and thought, this motherfucker ain't doing this. This is not going to happen. And even I had the super... Uh, superpowers. I had the Secret Wars non-articulated figures and the first one that i grabbed was not wolverine all the little kids were fighting over themselves to get to wolverine i was not even crawling over any little kids backs to get to somebody like captain america there were two characters that i i knew i must own in my little uh 10 11 year old john's hands it was black suit spider-man because as we all know or should know Secret Wars is where Venom actually comes from. Not some crazy fugazi, no spider on your chest story that Hardy's trying to tell right now. Um, but they got from Secret Wars. So I needed to have that black suit Spider-Man. But you know the other one that I needed to have, Charlie? Yeah, they all came with shields for some reason and holograms like they were, uh, like they were uh, spectral knights. I needed to have Iron Man. Iron Man, for whatever reason, was one of those characters that resonated with me. I was like, this is a cool-ass character. But even having that, that like, um, uh, you know, like that pedigree of the character, I sit back and be like, they're making an Iron Man movie? Good luck. Good luck. And it, it worked. It worked. Favreau did, I mean, he moved mountains. Uh, he made everybody care about Iron Man. And while the effects were great, especially now if you look at it, all that CGI holds up. The Beautiful. story holds up. The uh, um, it, it doesn't need to be canceled. It doesn't need to be Me Too. Like they, he did a, such a beautiful job. Um, but what's really amazing was Robert Downey Jr. You cared as much, if not more, about Tony Stark than you did about Iron Man. And like, you know, in equal parts as an eventuality, even when bad sequels came and all that jazz, <laughs> he, he, was, he was bulletproof to that stuff. So for me, Riri Williams had a, a, a taller mountain to climb in that she needed to replace not even so much Iron Man. She didn't need to be the new Iron Man, so to speak, Iron Man, quote unquote. She needed to be the new Tony Stark. How do you do that? Like, how do you replace debatably the most charismatic uh, character in the entire MCU, with all due respect to fucking America's ass? But she did it, dude. Like, she did it. She was, at the yeah. very least, a worthy successor to the title because she was, like, she, she was just, she was herself. She wasn't trying to be something that she wasn't. She seemed authentic. I don't know this particular uh, yeah, actor's I, background, I, but she's to me, she was authentic as fuck. I believed every minute of it. And the depiction of the Ironheart suit was 
It's fucking so much Perfect. better than, in my Don't. opinion, better than anything the comics have done for, for Ironheart. Now, one thing I think is incredibly important when talking about R- uh, Riri in this film. Where? A lesser director. Ellis on Facebook brings up, is she way better than Tony? And I know Ellis enough to know that that's dripping with sarcasm. Because, right, that's the lazy thing to do. If you write a oh, female call character... Ellis lazy right away. Right away. No, because he's pointing out not... Ellis isn't lazy. The Ellis, shitty films he has to endure Ellis are lazy. Works, Ellis works in, in like, the... the comedy specters that like a uh, christopher guest works and you got to understand the vibe son but what he but he does bring up a good point a lesser director lesser talents mm. all there would be is like yeah remember how iron man built the suit with scraps she made a better suit with scraps quicker and they avoid all of that they still yeah. play tri- they pay such obvious tribute in so many different ways to tony's uh the the things tony brought to the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, they even played up like the the moments, bro. Like the, the moments, the, when, the moments well, are so careful. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, but it's, it's um, there, there are I'm moments. struggling to avoid. So it. We, we know. I mean, again, uh, Charlie aside, uh, it's a suit of made of iron is shit. So that we know. Seen trailers and even just commercials. So we we do know that Ironheart, uh, Re Re Williams is in this flick. Um, but I don't think it's a spoiler for me to tell you, look, there are moments that are clearly going to make you think of Iron Man, of the OG Tony Stark Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, and rightfully so, because like her explanation for certain things, again, this is all, all plot and script stuff, make perfect sense. Perfect sense. And that's the type of stuff that needs to be in scripts like this that are so involved. You don't want to walk away from that theater thinking... Hmm. Well, how did they? How did they do this and that and the other thing? That takes you out of it, especially if you're uh, kind of doing those machinations while you're still sitting there chomping down your popcorn. You never want to be in that place. And let me tell you, the second that we got out of it, as we were navigating uh, the undergrounds of NYC, um, I never went there because Coogler and company they crossed all the T's, they dotted all the I's. Uh, and you know what, Charlie? Uh, you know, going back to our original, uh, our original uh, thought, if that's if if it needed to kind of accomplish emotionally, but also detail-wise and story-wise for moving forward, if they needed to do all that and they needed that three-hour runtime, then so be it. So yeah. be it. I'm not gonna be the guy that says like, well, I could have done it in two two hours and fifty-three minutes. Maybe not. Maybe not. Because uh, the truth of the matter is. He did so much in this singular movie. Could they have cut it in the middle and made part one, part two? Sure. Yeah, they, they could have. Or he. But then have. I would have had to wait for part two and fuck that. And would you have won tickets to part two? I, I mean, I feel like I would have contacted my boys and girls <laughs> at Sonic Boom. I'd be like, this comes with part two as well. John, I, I hate I hate to do it. Do it. I, 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 I hate to do it, but... The next person we got to talk about for me was the exclusive reason behind my point reduction. And Shuri is back. Shuri plays a part in the film. Shuri is the weakest link of the film. Now, I want to be very clear. She is perfectly leveled. 
There's a there's she's, a uh, yeah. Nah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. She's perfectly. She's perfectly even with most Marvel Cinematic Universe performers. I, I warned you, Ellis. Meaning, I feel like Lupita, uh, Denai. Uh, we didn't mention him yet, but Winston Duke as Umpaku. These characters elevate the material. Latia Wright does a fine job with the material. She doesn't elevate it. Uh, you said beautifully, and I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal Do it from it. Your, your, your lips. You said it, it was probably a little bit better on paper. And I don't feel that way about any other character. Hmm. I don't feel that way about any other set piece. I don't feel that way about any other action sequence. The only thing that lacks for me personally, her performance is good. It's not great. I do not think she elevated her stuff the way that, again, uh, Okoye knows... The, the the deny knows Okoye inside and out. I'm not sure I believe uh, I, I, there's plausible deniability that Shuri in real life is a much different person. I saw the you said that you saw the actor behind it. I can't help but agree. I don't know if you want to elaborate. Now that's yeah, not yeah. To, again, I just want to specify I don't think she did a bad job. Right, right, she just right. didn't do a great job. But yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. And and Jamal Jamal has a specific um a specific disagreement. But just uh, real quick, uh, Paul over on YouTube. Uh, yes, we will touch on the post credit scenes for you uh, scenes for you guys. Uh, that'll be uh, on the out. So we're, we're gonna prepare you guys very uh, very well. First and first, mostly the main thing is pee before you sit down for the flick. <laughs> That is uh, that is a recommendation. This is the pro one. tip. You can thank me, and everyone in your row can thank me later. Um, so so yeah, the the truth of the matter is, um, look, how do I, how do I put this in a different way? So I, I put it to Charlie Boy as we walked out into <laughs> I the stole New York City all your night. Points. No, that was entirely fine. Uh, honestly, it, it's it's a situation like this. So we do know that her character is coming from a certain place her brother is gone right and she um where she was kind of like to that point uh never mind being a part of like the greater hero world in general as you know thanos and company came to their very doorsteps um she was throwing down and involved with everybody never mind just you talking about the wakanda heroes but you're talking about the heroes across the entire MCU. She was right there. So I would never say like, well, she doesn't, she's not invited to this party. No, she, she is. And she's probably one of the first invites. Um, but the truth of the matter is just like as a, as a performer, sometimes when you're surrounded by like a cloud of greatness, if you're good, it's you. It's not good. It's not going to be quite as much shine. And they gave her a lot to do in this flick, but also as well as there were many other actors uh, who were doing a lot and were just like, like they just captivated you. So I'm not so much sure if it's that I had the impression that she didn't do enough, 
with the material as I am the other other performers around her did so much with their material. I don't know. Sometimes and it can be unfair. It can be unfair to compare two people that are on the screen together sharing a scene. But like you know, you, you're human. Sometimes that's what you that's what you just do. Pepsi and Coke are both great, but like someone's well, got to be a you got to have a preference. Yeah. Um, let me let me throw this out there though to yeah. to help illustrate your point. I I think a big difference is right um, when Robert Downey Jr. was pouring charisma across the screen. Yeah. People were able to keep up, right? Maybe they weren't RDJ, but it wasn't like yeah. Chris Pratt fell apart because RDJ was there. So I think to 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 your point, the fact that it's hard to keep your shine when there's yeah. a sun in the room, but yeah, yeah, maybe even outside of that context, maybe it was too well, much. I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. And this was. These are the kind of things that go through my head, and I can't really explain it. Uh, it just kind of it just happens. Um, so there was, a, and again, this we're, we're we're actually I'm proud of us how spoiler free we have kept at this point. I'm shocked. But we 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 know Lupita's character's uh, relationship uh, with Shala. Uh, now I'm mixing their real names and their fucking movie names, but it's, you guys are still keeping up. Um, so, like, we knew where she was. This was her dude, right? This was her guy. So, I, as one would imagine, there is going to be a scene in this flick where she's going to talk about how she felt about uh, King T'Challa uh, moving on uh, with the ancestors. And uh, it was I was so riveted by that scene and her performance. Uh, Charlie, that uh, the only point where my mind wandered away from what was happening on that screen was fuck man i wish amy adams had done this when superman died right because that would have not just sold to me more lois lane's realness like this is a person going through some shit that would have also created a level of fuck man if if she's going through this because he's not here right now, that cat must have been another level. So it wasn't just her grief being poured out on the screen for us all to kind of like ingest and share with her. It was also a doubling down of like fucking King T'Challa was the man. He was he was great. He was above and beyond. And that's what those scenes do. That's the reason why you need scenes like that in between the bang, pal, boof scenes, which were also tremendous. Um, so, so it's stuff like that. Like those are actors who elevate the material, as you had mentioned prior, versus another actor who is just ably performing what's on paper. Um, so, yeah, I think that if anything else, she may have just been outshone by the other people sharing the screen with her. But, yeah, I agree with you. I, I wouldn't automatically rank them. I, I like this character and then that character and then this character here but not there. But if you're forcing me to do it, yes, I, I, I do agree with it. Just fun fact, that is the second time this episode you have on your own <laughs> ranked shit. So I think I've... I think I've like gotten in your brain, I'm bro. Contagious. I'm I contagious. got I, I got up in your brain. Um, I I just uh, just because again I I think um, 
I, I, I do think we should we should kind of move it along, but oh, yeah. I don't want to take anything away. Uh, the the guys in the flick crush it too. I think Winston Duke is a brilliant performer. Every moment he's on screen, I'm fucking happy. Charlie has been quoting him all day. Even in well, text, I just he'll text something, and I can hear him speaking, speaking like um there's all there's the i just i just wish i was able to say shit with all of my chest like when he says his name that shit's all from his fucking jamal gets it bro jamal show. you're my sorry ellis jamal's my new favorite commenter jamal gets it um but also uh martin freeman as everett ross has a lot to do i still Honestly, love you though, this is good <laughs> what's what's really cool about everett ross is um uh his whole character goes on an arc that um, is exclusively yes. for the universe, not so much for the film. It has to do with the film. It's not out of left field. Yeah. Um, but it really right. does and set the stage for some really cool shit. Yeah, and he's that I'm part, of, completely the, he's part of the Wakanda family at this point, so we know. Now, they're, they're, we are keeping certain actors' names out of our mouths because we, A, don't want to get slapped up by Will Smith, but B, also we are respectful to the, uh, to the uh, uh, Sokovia Accords. Um, but there are going to be some surprises in there for you, Charlie. And I, I think this is probably a, a, the final curve uh, in, in the single topic review. Um, there are going to be some surprises there waiting for you. Now, Paul had mentioned prior he wanted a little uh, kind of like heads up uh, help regarding the yeah, this I, scenes. This so, will be the one spoiler I do drop. So if, if you guys right, don't do, want do you anything, think? close your ears for 45 did, uh, seconds. Yeah, I was going to say, or you can sign off now because we're, we're No, fuck approaching. that. I right, need the fair. views. That's fine. That's fine. Charlie's looking for the minutes. I get it. I get it. I need the retention, baby. So starting in three, two, one. Earmuffs. There is only one post-credit scene, and it happens pretty fucking fast. It happens before the Georgia logo. Made in Georgia, and then yeah, fucking Char- thirty-five minutes of Charlie credits. didn't even want to shift in the seat until he saw the peach, and then he's like, "Oh, it's already here." Okay, that's, that's fair enough. That's how I live my whole life, John. <laughs> I don't move my seat till I see that peach. Woo! So everyone's everyone's fine. Earmuffs off. That's Ear the muffs, only spoiler. If you want, no, no spoilers. Now this is just a the, a mid-credits scene. Yeah, spoiler. the 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 the, the post-credit experience, John. I did not think they had more in the tank to move my little heart. Oh. But from the moment they allude to something before they say it. Yeah, yeah. When they alluded to it, I was like, ah! Charlie sounded immediately like the guy sitting four rows back of us, who I just wanted to name more in the chest oh, the whole time. That's oh, not we a had spoiler. One of the worst, worst comic book movie probably is like the singular... <laughs> Uh, maybe horror movies, like if it's a franchise, but like there are certain uh, there are certain moviegoers who you pray to. You're like, just don't don't put me next to one of these. Oh man! And the the the, the gods above thought it was gonna be pretty funny to put one right behind us, and like probably sitting directly between us in that like alley where we can both hear him perfectly. I'm surprised. That I was having, I, I I hold this film right now. I, I've only seen it once. I am going to rank it. I'm not going to force you to. Um, it, it immediately winds up in contention 
for the top of the pile, right? That's as far as I can do on one view. I need to see a flick, a flick that I like. I won't see a bad movie I like more than once. If I like it, I need to, I, I love watching it and rewatching it and absorbing it. I'll, I'll see this a couple times in the cinema, which is probably the best review I can give a film. Yeah, if I'm going yeah. back for, for seconds and thirds, not Charlie's, that I don't do that with Charlie every other so much, he's actually going to pay for it. Holy that's, that's fucking, that's true, Holy man. If, uh, I do have a couple movie passes, so I'll use those first, but uh, then I'll probably get around to paying for it. Those have to get um, paid for. There is, there is something uh, so beautiful that they're able to... to and they they kind of explain it at the end, but it's there the whole film. I'll be that vague about it. Uh, it's fucking they, awesome. They, they lay an egg out during the course of the movie, which because there's so much going on, you don't really take the time to emotionally sit on that egg and try to hatch it. So then by the time that that mid, mid-credits scene happens, you're like, oh shit, I got an egg I got to sit on. They just bloop, plop it open for you. Now I will give you this one, and this is a straight spoiler. Unlike most... Uh, unlike most Marvel movies, there's just one credit scene. And it is, again, it's a mid-credit scene. I know Marvel flicks that usually will give you a mid-credit scene, which is like the majority of the meat. And then they'll give you an, uh, after all the credits have rolled, uh, they'll usually give you like something a little like, Tee-hee, I'm glad you said, hey, just for this. But I- in this case, I don't know if it was just our particular theater or if this is kind of like the way that the automated movie runs are now, they leave the theater dark. So at least we <laughs> did last night. We had the impression, we're like, well, it's still dark in the theater. There must be another credit scene. Like there a, are... Now a pure post-credit scene happening. And there wasn't... There no, is something... No, no last there, one. There is something, although it's not a scene at the very end. So if you're truly, truly a completionist, technically there's, there's a a card at the end that not all films have. Mm. That's all. I mean, that is, that is technically, yeah. it tells you something. Yeah, it does, but I feel a little like... obvious, but it tells you something. Yeah. It, you're right. You're right. I mean, Honestly I... though, don't wait. Send it's, a message to one of our social media. We'll yeah. tell you. We'll tell you. John. Valid point. Charlie. Uh, here's, here's all I need from you for the people. At home, because I know you don't like ranking stuff. Throw them up. I think it's going to be very obvious. Come on. All the way up, dude. All, all the way, way up. To... Oh, I'm going all the way up. Uh, we do have, uh, for the first time ever, we're going to remember it. John, why don't you tell the people the little extra. The oh, little, yeah. Look. little job we have for them this week. This is and always will be a free to listen or watch, depending on your particular viewing or audio preferences uh free to you podcast uh we do all the work because we're just very giving uh santa's little helpers over here uh that's the reason why i'm already decorated for christmas you're welcome for that as well um but look, ho, ho. it's free monetarily but it is not always free sometimes you're gonna get some homework and starting now we're going to give you guys homework you're getting a call to action like the horns have sounded and you've got to report to your battle station um we want to know when you inevitably granted actually jamal had the opportunity to see it a bit early as well jamal get at us let us know how you saw it early like ourselves 
Um, but I do want you guys to go ahead when you inevitably see this flick, like we are both Rivera Brothers Strong recommending that you do. Um, let us know uh, via our social media or come on back next week and drop it in chat. Uh, but you can hit us up on any of our social media platforms. You can DM us. You can slide into our DMs. We like that shit. Take a photo uh, by the poster. But pointing. let us know in this literal geopolitical thriller of a superhero movie. Are you team Wakanda? Or are you team Talokan? Let us know who you are lining up with. And maybe even why. Uh, and we can talk about that stuff. I, I, we want to get to a point where we can maybe do a little, like a recap of the last episode. Uh, yeah, we'll we tell you if you're wrong stuff. next week. Uh, Char- Charlie, especially, I tend to be a little bit more politically savvy. But look at, look at, yeah, like a, like a chump. Look at that. That's like a, a truth like a teller chump. right there. Charlie is no mess, no fuss. Speaking um, of the truth, John, there is only one way that we end every episode of U.S. Comics Cast, and make sure you stay tuned because we this week. As Paul said, we need a post-credit. This week, That's we right. have we got a, a post-credit. We got a post-credit. We got credit. a music video coming your way in Hell just seconds. yeah, baby. But first, my dear brother, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn that volume up. Then you got to tune Bad Mary in, open up the window wide, and scream out into the night sky. Don't got time for another real hat.